2: to Wednesday. It's the Lori and Julia show on MyTalk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Streaming at MyTalk 1071com We also have the MyTalk app. We're all over the place. And uh, let's get right to it. Day Yo, hump Day show. Here we are. It's Hump Day. And we're literally
3: all over the place. <laughs> you know.
2: Yeah. Where else would we here. be?
3: Oh my
4: gosh. Casey's like, like what kind
3: of video are you going to do today?
4: None. I said none, Casey. I have one plan though. Do you? I sort of do. It it might be involves singing, and I'm not good at it, so but it just makes me happy. So I think I'm gonna put on some wigs later and yeah, and do a little number.
3: Yeah, maybe Lady Exercise will come back. She's been enjoying some privacy. (laughs) 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 Okay, exactly. Holly, both Julia and I watched uh the happiest show on TV, and I don't know. When they filmed this, but they've had it, it in was, the works. It was ABC's two-hour tribute to the late Gary Marshall, and it was called The Happy Days of Gary Marshall. It was, it was delightful. It was so wonderful. It was so wonderful because, well, first of all, just the fact that it was packed with reverential testimonials from the A-list. Julia Roberts, Jennifer Garner, Richard Gere, Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews. I mean, it was just Rob Lowe and John Stamos because I had forgotten yep. that um, Gary Marshall was behind Grandfathered, that show with John Samos that we liked for so yes, much. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, it just I just thought it was funny, and I thought it was respectful, and it brought a tear to your eye, and we learned some things. Like, I didn't know about, you know, uh, I guess I didn't really realize that he had done The Odd Couple, some of his writing career, and then going into Happy Days, mm-hmm. and then... You know, Laverne and Shirley, which I I love that show. I
4: love that show. I I love and that watching show. it, I was thinking of us. I really was, because they were showing all these old clips. I think one of the things, I mean, it was such good history and nostalgia, and it was interesting because he said, Happy Days, the television show, started out as a one-hour Love American style, and... I loved Love, American Style, that show that was on in the 70s, and it yeah. would have different vignettes of stories. On in the afternoon. It was, like 3.30 yeah. when we get home mm-hmm. from school or something. Yeah. And so, in Happy Days, no one really wanted to pick it up right away, but then Grease was successful and on American Broadway. And American Graffiti. And American Graffiti was so successful, and Ron Howard was in that, that they went, and then they did Happy Days. And then from Happy Days, ABC said to him, so what do you got next? And then he does The, the o- Odd, Odd Couple, I no, think.
3: No, oh, was Odd, Odd Couple was first? Was first.
2: Oh, and it made me want to go back and watch those. Exactly. Well, think and, of all the spinoffs from Happy Days. Oh, Vernon Shirley, Mork and Mindy. Mindy. And, uh, oh gosh, I'm sure there are others, Well, too. I
3: mean, even his movies, you know, the movies that Gary Marshall, and I know this is on demand, but I I guess, you know, like Pretty Woman and Beaches and... Princess Bride. Just so, so many, many uh, great movies. The Flamingo Kid, Oh, with uh, it Ralph was a, yeah, it was a great movie. Now they didn't have anyone doing a testimonial, so maybe Ralph or I'm trying to think what Gretzky's wife is name. I think she was in it, and the confusion that people always thought Gary Marshall was Penny Marshall's. You know, was he her husband? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was it was her dad, right? right. Or brother. No, was it
4: her... It was her brother. Brother, mm-hmm. It's her brother. Me, yeah. And and so yeah. the yeah, guy... I'm so
3: confused and I saw the damn thing.
4: Wait, who was the guy, um, the guy that was the hotel guy in Pretty Women? Oh, Hector Women? Elizondo. Yeah, he was in 21 of his movies, of Gary Marshall's movie. Gary Marshall died in 2016 of pneumonia complications from pneumonia. Just going back and hearing his so joyful story, and he had... I went then, because I watched, they were talking about making the making of... Um, Overboard? The, no, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I remember not really liking, but for some reason I just wanted to watch it. So I watched that last night, and it's it still works.
3: Yeah, because he always just made uh, relentlessly happy. He just wanted everything to be happy. And The Princess Diary, I mean, Anne Hathaway, and I mean, people, everyone cried at the end when they... Had to do, but I mean, they get the A-list of Hollywood to sit down and do that. And I think a lot of times, you know, people say no to that kind of thing, but you could really tell by how heartfelt heartfelt, and reverential people were. I mean, Julia Roberts, I owe him my career. Right. I mean, they just, the people that spoke, it was just like really, it was the feels.
4: It, It totally was the feels. And then when you got to Mark and Mindy and how this alien
3: shows up, Mork, on Happy Days. Because Penny Marshall saw him perform on a street corner yep. for money in a big hat. Mm-hmm. And there and was talked... more
4: money in that hat than there were in people's pockets, yeah, she Yeah, and talked
3: her brother into casting him. You need somebody, because the Mork guy they got for the script, the guy from Orkin, or the Orkin from, the Ork from Orkin, he'd quit the day they were going to tape that episode. Right. I mean... Wow. Yeah. And so. You, you would like it, Holly. Holly I think you, it it's just like really a television history. And then the movie stuff. Uh, unbelievable. You know, just what a f- relentlessly kind of funny guy he was. And they had everybody do, uh, you know, their impersonations of him. I th- and I thought, Laurie,
4: the interesting one was, you know, he talked about there were ups and downs because they had um, Shirley was on and interviewed, and she's, you know, there was a well-known feud between Penny Marshall and whoever plays Shirley. I'll just call him Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. And um, reading some of, I went today and kind of read some of the other things about Gary Marshall, and he said one of the things, you know, that was no, wasn't hidden to anybody is that, um, you know, my sister and I didn't always get along. Penny and I didn't always get along. And he said, um, you know, Penny attributes everything to him, but he said that... Working on Laverne and Shirley was his worst time in his career because of his sister's antics on the set, Laverne. He said the 70s were druggy years with a lot of shows. It was just a mess. And of course, I still talk to Penny, but you can't tell your family you can't come to your house, but you want to sometimes. So they had some up and downs. I didn't know
3: Laverne and Shirley didn't get along. Oh, Yeah. Cindy Williams. Cindy Cindy Williams, Williams. thank Mm -hmm. you. Oh,
4: yeah. Because she kind of said, yeah. What did she say? She's had some kind of dig but in they there.
3: Had such great they physical had comedy. There was the next after Lucy and Ethel, Laverne and Shirley, just were everything. And it was so funny, even watching. Oh, the clips. I like wanted, when they were trying to get out of the Murphy Lori, bed. It made me oh laugh. It made
4: me think of us. It oh, just geez. made me laugh. <laughs> but he said that um, back to what Gary said about his sister Penny. He said. Um, The one of the reasons I did the movie Beaches, which you remember with Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey, Mm. and it was the first time we really saw big lips because Barbara Hershey had her lips plumped up. Mm -hmm. Um, Women say things to each other, and the next day they go shopping. And he said, but men say things to each other, and they don't talk for 30 years. Yeah. And he admired that about women's relationships, and he just wanted to do that because he was struggling with his sister. Yeah. Which I just thought, oh. And then when you go and look in like the movie Valentine's Day, he's in it. His wife's in it. His kids are in it. Yeah. And so- uh,
3: Gary Marshall had a small part. I feel like he was in Brothers and Sisters, which is why Rob Lowe showed up to give testimony. About Gary Marshall because I was like, what movie is he in? That would be my only thing was sometimes I didn't know why someone was talking.
4: Because they didn't put that thing underneath. I wish they would have done that too. Like Rob Lowe was in these movies or something. You knew it with the big ones.
3: Right, right. But Rob Lowe was on camera talking about Gary Marshall because of brothers and sisters. Oh.
4: I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Anyway. He he, was a guest star. Okay. He he just that was. I
3: always talked. Not because because of a uh, Georgia rural, uh, with Lindsay Lohan and Jane Fonda, and then also he was in uh, New Year's Eve, which was another cast, and also he
2: was in The Princess Bride, Bride which yeah. was directed by Gary Marshall's yep. brother-in-law Rob Reiner. That's right. Oh my! The connection. I mean, and the funny, and here's what he said about his mom. Okay,
4: because he said something. Who, Gary um, Marshall? Gary Marshall said this about his mom. He had just some old interviews that his mom was funny. Um, my mom was special. She gave us our humor. I remember her saying, never be boring. You got to entertain people. And at 16 year old, Gary said, I didn't know what boring meant. And then I said, what is boring, Ma? And she said, your father. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, it was just, it was, it was it's so well done. Well done. Well done. It, it was good, good quarantine programming. I loved it. it and they're doing nice. another
4: thing like this coming up um, about the history of the soaps.
3: Oh, ABC is with People Magazine. I'm telling you, I'm DVRing the Younger and the Restless because they are giving us old weddings. And I saw Victor and what's her name? Get married. Nikki. Nikki get married for the second or third time. And it was peak, like late 80s, maybe early. It's it's kind of the vintage stuff. I mean, go ahead and run all my children, ABC. No kidding, Lori. Yeah. Right. Okay. (laughs) Listen, we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. So, as long as we've been on the TV topic, so we were so happy watching the happy days of Gary Marshall, which uh, B. Arthur just told her. It's, told us it was on her Hulu Live, which, of course, ABC owned by Disney and they also own Hulu. So, you can catch place it you there. Can watch it it's worth or on it. It's it so great. puts a smile on your face. So I come home and I had kind of forgotten that you had told me about the watchathon. Yes. Uh, last Friday mm-hmm. that we had all we had these chances to watch some shows until Tell May seventeenth the- Sunday. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of the people trying to watch you know seven seasons of Game of Thrones. I know what I did too because it's you in, can. in ten days. But Casey's like he goes, you got you can watch your Outlander because the one thing when Comcast when. They got rid of stars and gave us epics. I was truly bummed about Outlander because we were a week-to-week watcher. And Donnie was the only one of the three of us that was watching it every week. And I guess the finale was like last week. Yes. So season five, so Casey goes, I've got a great book. I'm going to go in the other room. You just watch as many episodes of Outlander. So I watched three episodes of the fifth season. So glad to be back on Fraser Ridge with Claire. Cla and Jamie. Oh. And it's like seventeen. It's like two years before the Revolutionary War starts, or maybe the year before. Okay. And uh anyway, it was good. Only one truly, truly hot sex scene um out of three. But you know they they really was, had
4: the hottest scenes possible.
3: Yeah, it's it's it's
4: it I love that show. I do and
3: so we have until Sunday to watch it. And I think I can get the whole season. You can? In. I think so, because I think it's only like 10 episodes. And I've already watched three. Oh, my gosh.
4: Three. All right. You know, that it feels just, like,
3: yeah. It just was fun to watch Outlander and see it. And I just love the you know, time traveling. I love it. That show's great. Yeah. And you know, remember her daughter? Yes. And the art student, I have time traveled back. Yes. and there he's having a big adjustment sometimes like he was singing um um 100 bottles of beer on the wall <laughs> no he was singing um crocodile rock to oh. his child as it's 1775 because you know, from <laughs> current day back then right, I, right. that would be I, which direction would you want to go oh never would i want to no. go back to that kind of time oh no oh, no 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 that's not age you were an old woman by 22 You'd I already know. been chopping wood and skinning things and ha- giving birth and <laughs> having you, been. You <laughs> would have been a horrible prairie homewoman. Oh. So. She
4: would have been ho- Holly, what about you? Would you have. No, no. just think of
3: the, your teeth, the disease,
4: your everything. Te- I just. No. That is such
2: a funny oh. thing. Yeah, because no. it's deceptive with these sexy time traveling shows. Everyone has good eyebrows and good teeth, but. Oh, contrary. Oh, contrary
3: and then i didn't realize i had forgotten that um how to get away with murder i knew it was the last season and i knew that i last i watched i watched like watched all of it in march i feel like and it was episodes from like December, January, and February, they split the season. Okay, because that we knew last year how to get get away with murder was ending. Yes, we did. So, so this, I quit watching. Oh, geez, this Enough. Thursday night is the finale, where everything is going to be wrapped up because, of course, everything ties back to season one. It does the killing of her yes. philandering husband Sam. So you could just like could maybe just watch this finale, but Viola Davis. Uh, with, sat down with uh, GMA and just talking about, they showed the scene, it was from the first season of How to Get Away With.
1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
3: murder um where annalise keating played by viola davis comes in and sits down at her dressing table and takes off her wig oh, yeah. pulls off her eyelashes really we hadn't just it just we hadn't seen any and she was kind of laying herself bare and on lit, tv we yes. on tv yes. and viola davis and shonda rimes they've created magic together so here's viola
0: davis say you you have Mm -hmm. redefined (laughs) wig snatching Mm -hmm. you literally took your wig off on television i did and i had the revelation that we wear the mask you know wouldn't it be great for women to see it being taken off there's no such thing as perfectionism and i think that once you let go of that and you see humanity what it what it does the power of of that, what it does is it makes people feel less alone. I think that's what Annalise has done. I mean, in all her Mm unlikability, and brassness and all of that, there is elements of her that you recognize Mm -hmm. and um, I'm proud of that.
3: And that's because Viola Davis is amazing in this role.
4: She's an amazing person. Yeah, but she's won an Emmy for it. Do you remember when she came to the SAG Awards without her wig? The yes. very first time. Yes. She came and she just said, I don't care. This yeah. is who I am.
3: Yeah. She just said her natural. Yep. It was very, very Hair. short. Yep. And, oh, she's, anyway.
4: She's an amazing person. Besides yeah. the greatest actress, I think. She's just so good.
3: Yeah. Well, here's uh, uh, what to, talking about what the playing this part, because obviously they filmed this in February, the finale. And uh, uh, from, um, let's see, it was the Hollywood Reporter said, that it is going to reward the viewers who stuck around for six seasons because it is a satisfying, teary conclusion that ties up multiple loose ends and plot line riddles that we've had since the beginning of of the series. So yay. Oh yeah. I might have to go back in and just watch it watch just the because, I loved because it. they always do ping ponging back and forth. Yes. As far as do, did
2: you ever watch the show, Holly? You know, I didn't. It, oh. She's it's really it one was of good the, that I
3: lost interest one of the best yeah. episodes they ever did was the one that Scandal yes. and how to get away with murder intersected Intercept. and Annalise Keating and Olivia uh, pope standing on the steps at the Lincoln Memorial. That was so good. It was just a great show. Chanda Rhimes is she, so good. She's amazing. Here, let's play uh, the next
0: Viola. What has Annalise taught you? What Annalise has taught me is that I define me. It opened me up to see myself differently. That's what she did. And not even differently, to see me. <laughs> really see me.
3: Thank you, Viola Davis. We see you. We love you. We're looking forward to the season finale. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to talk to our blonde friend in Hollywood, the one and only Melissa Peterman. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are very excited to be talking to Melissa Peterson. Hey, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hello. How are you, ladies? Good. How's our
5: favorite blonde? I don't know. How is she? Do you know, I, I don't know.
3: Do I know her? Yeah, you know her. Oh, my God. We love you. And thank God for your quarantine videos.
5: Oh, thanks. I'm trying. Some days you just don't feel so funny or, you know, like you're I don't feel motivated. But I'm trying, trying to do a little funny. Yes. Your arena Z, that is <laughs>
4: her gives a studio tour. If you are not following Melissa Peter um and on instagram you're so funny that was the, that just made me, us just crack up so big time so thank you for that
5: i've been doing her like that's one of the first characters i like created out of improv and i've been doing rena z for <laughs> oh my gosh like 20 years and she it's my favorite she just tells horribly inappropriate stories about everyone in hollywood and it's usually people no one's heard of like you know she knows she worked. She dated, you know, Ed McMahon's driver. You know right. what I mean? No. It's like that kind of stuff. Yeah.
3: Julia goes, "Who's Pernell Roberts?" And I said, "That was my grandmother's <laughs> favorite guy on Bonanza, the strong, silent one who hardly <laughs> talked." <laughs> <laughs>
5: I know. If I do her more, I think I got to update some of the references because people are like, who? Who is Abe Pagoda? I'm like, Google him. It's amazing.
4: I love Abe Pagoda, but I didn't know about But it's just, you know, Rena is fine. So you started, you know, at Tony and Tina's wedding um, here in the Twin Cities, your U of M grab. And of course, you got your famous start being hooker number two in the movie Fargo. (laughs) Um, So your improv, you know, is that a big part of what makes you so successful, do you think?
5: I, I think so. I mean, I was with I was at Brave New Workshop too, Dudley Riggs, which is uh, I love fantastic improv place uh, in Minneapolis. And yeah, I would say that you know whether or not you want to be an improviser, I think if you want to be an actor, you should take improv because you know you it's help it's helpful in auditions. Like when you go in and you rehearse something, and then all of a sudden, like that's great, but can you do it like this? And you're, mm-hmm. The improv training kicks in. You're like, yes, absolutely, I can do it like that. And, um, yeah, I think improv has been super helpful, and I've been so lucky on the, the sitcoms I've done that after the writers, after a while, start to trust you. So once I get the take that they need and they want, and they, they always sort of would let me play, which was a lovely of them to do. But, yeah, improv is super important. I would tell anyone who wants to be an actor to take improv classes. We're terrible at improv. Lori oh, you and I try. Julia, we have
3: our couple little characters <laughs> that we've come up with in the time of quarantine. Lady exercise.
5: Seen, and- I see lady exercise. I saw the Elvis yes. get you. up. I think you lady you improvise every day. Yes, in like The hours. You. So you can't say that you're not an improviser. You improvise all the time. This. Thank you, honey. All right. So what
4: is it like out there in Hollywood right now?
3: Everything's shut down like and, everywhere. And but, you
4: just heard it's going to be through the end of July. Yes. I mean, we just got sort of the
5: news that it's extended. It's, it's, Weird. And, you know, and I have so many friends in the in the business, and we're trying to figure out what it's going to look like if it comes back. I mean, you know, I, I actually just did a, a zoom uh, script, uh, like we filmed as actors in our own homes, which is going to air tonight, I think is the premiere. It's Greg Grunberg from he was on um, heroes. Yes. And yeah, so he put together a group and matched him with writers to like, like do some like fun little shorts to like at least keep yourself a little bit busy, but as far as like the business, it is shut down. Like the last thing I shot was an episode of young Sheldon and that was March 8th, I think. And even then they were thinking, are we going to be able to get our finale shot before things shut down? So it's, I don't know. I mean, the only good thing I can think of is that what are we doing during this time? We're consuming entertainment. We're consuming music and Mm -hmm. art. So hopefully there's a, there's, I believe there's going to be a place, for it All the time. It's just going to look a lot different.
4: Right. Now you said you're going to be on something tonight. Is this something that we can watch? Yeah, it's um, Legion TV. So Ray
5: Grundberg put together and worked with, I think, Warner Brothers Media and Legion TV and he paired writers. Um, and our, and and we all shot these shorts that you have to go to Legion TV. I don't know how to, I have to figure that out again. I'm super not tech savvy, but on my Instagram, on my Instagram is all the info. Okay. We shot a funny, we shot a funny scene that we were doing it at home zoom gardening class (laughs) and it's, and we all shot it. Like we were all at our different houses, you know, on listening to each other and shooting it and then coming back and doing the singles. It was really, it was fun. It was really fun to do. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you I know. know. I'm whatever. He's yeah. gone. <laughs> I know. We're we're kind of like we watched last
3: night, and it just gave us pure. It was pure joy watching the uh, Happy Days of Gary Marshall, the oh, special.
5: I know it, that was so good. It was so good. I met him. I went to the the theater that he has in Burbank, and I went with a friend of mine, and I got to meet him after, and it was just. Uh, he's just he he was magical, and he was. He was. He always. He would sit in the lobby and make sure he said hello to everyone, and that was such a great feel good. And I think that's what people really want: is they want familiar content. They wanna. They wanna feel good, you know. It's, yeah. We're all in sweatpants and sitting around, and I have to say that I am so sad about Donnie, too. So are I, we? I, I listen with you guys all the time, and Donnie, for I just he's he's a legend.
3: I know. Yep yeah we felt that's that's a part of it, and the reason why we haven't done any of our little improv videos is that we just haven't felt sparkly enough to do it.
5: well, you know, I get it, but you know he wants he he would want you to he want he wants you to do that yeah stuff. he told and, us you now so, yeah. he's like people are counting on you
3: too and we're like, don't you know, make us to co- do
5: you what we should I should send you guys like a little like at home like just a, not an actual script, like an idea. Which you guys, if I asked you to shoot something and then I edit it together, would you do it in a heartbeat? Yes, in a heartbeat. <laughs> we I need inspiration. Like, I, feel like Z, I feel like Rena Z and you ladies partied sometime <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah,
3: we would do it in a heartbeat, Melissa, yeah. for sure. Rena and I were with the same person who gave
5: us crabs. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and I and I never forgave you for it. I never forgive you for that. <laughs> Lori, uh, Lori just I about a week ago that.
4: talked about Julia. I've had crabs and you haven't.
5: <laughs>
4: is
3: that like is
4: that bragging? Is I guess bragging that? it's it's '80s bragging. It was '80s bragging, <laughs> but
3: because uh, I was trying to make the point that I've never had a canker sore, but
5: I've had crabs. So you what's know that worse. that's worse, right? Like I mean. That's worse. That's way worse than a canker sore,
4: right? And Lori's, because like, I said I'm getting canker sores from the
5: anxiety a little bit over this stuff uh-huh. that's going See, on. This is she's... what I love. This is what I love about you two. That's where. That's how the the brain goes. It started with canker sores and it ended up with crabs. <laughs> oh no!
4: And she's like, "Well, I I've only had crabs," and I'm like, "Well, what the hell? That's way worse." And you didn't get it. And she says, "But I, I you but you I only got it, it once." By the way, can that. I
5: just pitch that that might be your? I mean, I don't know if a state fair is happening, but when it does happen again, I'm pitching that your uh, t-shirt is. Uh, I only had crabs. It really <laughs> <once>.
3: <laughs> it's the truth. Okay, Wait, so but- Melissa, how, when did you meet
5: um, Leslie Jordan? Because you guys are buds. Oh, We are. We met, oh my gosh, well, he used to live in the neighborhood that uh, I still live in and so I would see him around, but the first time we actually met and hung out and worked together was on the Reba TV show. He did a couple episodes. He is the funniest human. And then he came on and did Baby Daddy, the, our other show, and was on it. And I was like, You guys, you're going to have the best time ever. And I'll never forget this. Every day at Reba, he would be, he was such a professional, so unbelievably funny. It was hard to get through scenes. But he would come in, and he would always be just like, you know, a few minutes late to like the table read. But he'd be like, Oh my goodness, I didn't know y'all started so early.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, oh my goodness. And every morning it was the same thing. I didn't know y'all started so early. Um, but he is a delight and I've, you know, and I love that he's blowing up. Like, I love that he's got 18 trillion followers, Yeah. but I told him, I said, you better remember I've been loving you for like 20 years. So, you know, remember that, but he does. He never, he, that's the thing about him is there's no one who has ever met him or worked with him. In this town or anywhere that doesn't love and adore him, I mean, well, you can look at his comments. There's like, you know, flight was, attendants who are like, "I'll never forget meeting him."
3: Right, and I remember when he was right before it was like uh, the summer before Cool Kids debuted on Fox. The thing with uh, Vicky Lawrence, yeah. with Mickey Lawrence, yes. yeah. And he was in studio because he was doing a stand-up show or his act at camp, and he he's like, "Ladies, I'm flying on a jet. This show on Fox is going to be." and he just (laughs) couldn't believe it and he really is that guy that you
5: see on insta too he is and i remember when we was doing um the reba show that he had been he was also doing his one-man show in hollywood so reba and i and the cast went to see him and he was just so thrilled and i'll never forget this my when he did baby daddy one of my favorite lines was you know because again i'm i'm not a i'm a tall lady i'm i'm (laughs) six feet tall and he's tiny and the line was it was like he looks at me up and down he's like well I might have to fold you in half but I think I could get it done (laughs) and I just died. That's a great line. It's a great line. Did he
4: come up with that on his own?
5: No that was a right
4: line. That's hysterical and and, in his will and grace you know guest starring things he's so funny with them yeah i, I just a, am glad he's...
3: that you guys have stayed friends and yeah you've crossed paths so many times
5: and it's just it's it's been
3: fun to see
5: and he and i tell you if i'll if i hopefully get to go outdoors again and run into him it'll be like no time has passed like that's that's the kind of guy he is and that's why this is why he will work forever. I mean, yes, he's unbelievably talented and he delivers every time. But he's also a good human being, and people like to have him on set. So that, and I like to think that that means something because I like to think that I'm I'm a good person on set. But that that is why he will work forever. He's yeah. beloved, like well, beloved.
3: Same with
2: you. you. Same
5: with you. Or how are you doing? Not uh, being uh, able to come home. I'm you know we've been having discussions of like do we get in a car and Mm -hmm. we usually spend like July the whole month there and um you know we've been thinking should we get in a car and come a little bit earlier but you know is it just quarantining in a different location which is fine and I'm closer to my family but you know we're debating it we're still planning to come home we're just debating do we get in the car and just drive and get there i don't know yeah. every day seems a little bit different i mean you guys are you you're still we're in so, partial we're still
4: so locked down right? honey. yeah we totally are
3: yeah mm-hmm. we are and we're gonna find out monday if it's gonna go i okay. think we're gonna find out tonight oh tonight we're gonna find There's out a gov-
4: the governor's talking we're gonna find out what you know i
5: what mean is- i definitely want to be there my my whole family's there you're and right. my husband's family and so part of it is like even if we have to shelter in place there at least if something happens we're really close to our family, so well, that
4: would be hard, I think it would be probably it, they would probably love having you here,
3: yeah, exactly. if nothing else we you can gather outside, yep. you yeah yeah, and be apart and and just be seeing each other, that is uplifting kind it of is. in and of itself,
5: it really is, and i I hope that you know i love I do listen to you my talk all the time all day because it does feel like it's my connection to home all the time, and um. You know, I, you guys seem to be getting outside and has the weather, is the weather good right now? Well, it's going to be. It's going to be. We've it's... just
1: had a.
3: I'm Bradley Trainer.
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
3: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house
0: to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
6: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: Very cold spot for about five days and now it's going to turn around. We have to leave because we're out of time, Melissa.
5: No, All right, well, I'm sending you some improv ideas. I'm going to tell you you each have to film it. it maybe I might think about it separately or together, and then yep. I'm going to edit something. And we're going to do. It's going to be Rena and her girls. I can't wait. Out town. Okay. We okay.
4: can't wait. Okay, thank you. I so, love you guys. We thank love you, me. and we're going to try to watch this tonight on Legion TV. Yes. Please do. Melissa
3: Peterman, you're fantastic. Follow the blog on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks, Melissa. We appreciate it. Listen, we come for hanging out with us. It was delightful chatting with Melissa Peterman. She's just a burst of sunshine. Unbelievable. Now, I'm trying to figure out this
4: Legion TV thing. Don't. It's Legion M's Twitch channel. You can join for free and you can watch it. Sounds like they have some cool stuff. I was just looking, checking it out.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, everybody is like, hey, we're wanting some content. Some content. And this morning, GMA showed a clip because Netflix released the official trailer for a documentary called The Filthy Rich. Jeffrey Epstein. That's right. Mm -hmm. And if Mm -hmm. you remember, on August 10th, 2019, he was found dead in his jail cell. Casey and I were in Duluth, staying at Pier B, Bayfront Blues Fest. And I was like, Casey, somebody somebody killed Epstein. There's no way this guy just ends up dead in jail. Oh, 100%. In his prison cell. And he'd been arrested a month earlier. He'd already had one attempt on his life. What I didn't realize, it's a four-part Netflix, okay? Holly posted the trailer. It comes out May 27th. But it's based on the biography that the author, James Patterson, did on Jeffrey Epstein. Like James Patterson. Patterson, who The Kiss of the Spider, Along Came a Spider, that author. Um, And the series speaks to survivors who offer their first-hand accounts of how he conducted his business. This week of May 27th is going to be a very bad week for Prince Andrew. Was yeah. continuing to dodge everyone who wants yes. to talk to him. He's in all the pictures. Yeah, he is. He's and front he's, and center. He is front and yeah, center. Yeah, he is. I saw it. So I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be. Are all three of us planning on watching that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Julia. Okay. No. All right, Holly and I will do it. She's the least. Okay. No, no, I don't want to. Um, I just came across this story. It was too good to pass up. There is yet another. Unauthorized biography of Mick Jagger uh, coming out called "Mick: The Wild Life and Mad Genius of Jagger," and it's okay. by this dude, Christopher Anderson. Well, I mean, he had me at "sex vampire" in the in the headline because what? Okay. that's what Mick Jagger dated a woman who was a therapist, and she described him as a sexual vampire. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which was why he's, you know, bedded supposedly over 4,000 women.
4: This vampires is... can come and go in the night or what? Basically, well, yeah. and people
3: keep coming back to the... To the vampire? To the sexual vampire. Okay, for some a more lot of that. sucking involved. That's right, Julia. so here's a story that uh, Christopher for us. <laughs> I can't keep a straight <laughs> face while you doing... <laughs> Here it is. He... He left a date with Angelina Jolie to have a one-night stand with Farrah Fawcett. So here's the story. Angelina Jolie was just an up-and-coming actress yep. when she was hired by the Rolling Stones to appear in the music video for the 1997 song, Anybody Seen My Baby. Do you know this? Did you remember this video? I don't remember the song or the video.
2: E- yeah, it was, I think, from Bridges to Babylon, okay. that album. And she's very 90s looking and, you know, young and young ingenue there. Yeah.
3: OK, so she played a stripper with the oh, shaved head. That. Oh, my gosh. And I'm... Jagger is, is reported to have said of her, said of her, she scares me a little. And I like that. But I think she, a lot of
4: people felt that she way. She
3: turned him down because at the time, young Angelina was married to actor Johnny Lee Miller And a family friend by the name of Lauren Taines claimed Mick Jagger was virtually sobbing in a message he left for the actress. His pursuit of Angelina lasted two years, and she eventually relented and dated him because she and Johnny Lee Miller had broken up. Right. And he had split from Jerry Hall, his fourth wife. So, according to this new book, uh, Mick Jagger took takes Angelina to a party in Hollywood only to ditch her uh, for because he had a chance to be with Farrah Fawcett. And um, he disappeared with Farrah at the party. I absolutely love that. I yeah. love knowing this. But it wasn't over. Mick Jagger, old sexual vampire, managed to convince Angelina of that he had an urgent need to speak privately with Miss Farrah. Begged for a second chance and they had an on and off love affair conducted in hotel rooms. As we know from Angelina's own words, she never she, identified lovers, but she said she was a fan of hotel afternoon room hotel love. Right. Which hello. And uh so they carry they had a thing on and off for like two years. Mick yeah. Jagger and Angelina. Damn. Well,
4: I'm looking at this video, Lori, and she's like plays a dancer, and is wearing is very yeah. scantily clad,
3: right, and looking gorgeous. And then she Beyond. marries Billy Bob in yep. 2000 as he's engaged to Laura, whatever Laura Dern. Laura Dern, and he was engaged oh, to Billy Laura Dern. Oh, Billy Bob! I
4: thought you were going to say Mick Jagger. I no, no, was no, Billy oh, Bob. Oh, yes, was. And then he
3: and Angelina got married in 2000, and, and then they
4: had the. Famous red carpet walk, wearing each other's blood, bringing it back to the
3: vampires. Yeah. it back to the, the vampire, vampire blood. blood. So anyway, geez, I mean, I like that story a whole lot. Well,
4: this this is a racy. This is a very racy video.
3: If Here's you want the watch
4: song, it. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: Just if you if you remember this, I don't know. Not really. Yeah, no, but not the really. video is pretty cool. But I went to that yeah. Bridges
3: of Babylon tour, right? whatever year they toured. I saw Maybe. them.
4: And sometimes when they play the new stuff, you go and get a drink.
3: (laughs) No, they don't play any new stuff. You don't think they would play the Stones, right? Not too much. So even when this album came out, no, no, they might play one or two. They play the classics. They They know what the Stones fans want, and they have so many great hits. I love that. Yeah, like I always would wish they would play "Hang Fire," um, which I can't remember if that was on "Some Girls" or "Tattoo You," but I always loved that song. And I would always like, you know the. Four or five times I saw the Stones, uh, I would always hope that they would play "Hang Fire" because I thought that was such an underrated. Great I like that song. song too, and but they never did. But it was such yeah. a good, fun song to yeah. dance to. So from "Tattoo You," "Tattoo You" is that what it was from? Well, okay. when we come back, it's oh, coming gonna, back. It is. It is coming back. Uh-huh. Jeopardy. We've got a special guest.
6: As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help.